You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a two-site blue belt who trains at IOW BJJ and Submission Grappling. Located in Sandown, Olive White, United Kingdom, ladies and gentlemen, Lucas Graham. Hi. Uh, <laughs> nice to be here. Ah, man, I appreciate Not you being here. here. I'm halfway across the world, but yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's pretty, pretty awesome. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, am I the first British person you've had? Yes, as a matter of fact, you are. Am I? Yeah. What a privilege. Yep, so first I just had... many, hopefully. I just had someone uh, earlier who was from um, uh, Spain. Okay, cool. So, yeah. it was pretty awesome. So, it's, it's awesome it's to... Worldwide. Speak. Yeah, it's, it's very awesome to speak <laughs> to like, people all across, so... But yeah, let's get yeah, started. Definitely. Yeah, so let's get started. Um, if you want to formally introduce yourself again, you can, and uh, let's hear about your jujitsu journey. Um, so uh, as you heard, I'm a two-stripe blue belt from um, the Isle of Wight, which is a little tiny island right at the south coast of the UK. Um, easily one of the best clubs on the island. There's only a handful of clubs here, um, but I've been there now for four years. Um, I started jiu-jitsu probably at a pretty bad point of my life. I was going through some terrible stuff, like relationship-wise. Um, I was really ill. Um, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 20, no, 18. Oh, wow. Um, which is, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a condition of the large bowel um, or small bowel, but mostly, um, in my case, it was the small intestine. Um, and it was in uh, the large intestine, sorry, um, and it was inflamed, um, causing me massive amounts of discomfort and lots of horrible side effects, which I won't go into details. Uh, so as a result, um, I started jiu-jitsu, really, to try and get fit and to try and help with that. I mean, I used to, I boxed for 10 years before that, um, and they told me that because of my colitis, I couldn't box anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of thought well what can I do I reached out to a couple of the coaches on the island um, and I found myself on the floor rolling around with guys that were sweaty and I didn't have a clue what I was doing I was being choked out by everybody and it was just really good fun I can't describe it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it sounds so weird but <clears throat> but yeah and um, uh Hang on. <laughs> uh, so I literally ended up having major surgery uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my large my large bowel removed, um, and my and a stoma replaced it. Um, wow. And I never really I didn't I didn't know if I'd be able to do jujitsu. The, the surgeons didn't know if I'd be able to jiu-jitsu. Nobody knew if I'd be able to jiu-jitsu. Um, and my coach said, just come. like Give yourself a year recovery. Come and roll with me. Um, and I was massively depressed. There was points where I thought, this is it for me. Uh, I'm done. And uh, the best thing I did was get back on the mats. And ever since that day, I've not stopped. I've been there pretty much every day, making the most of it. Um, but yeah, I, I still roll with, I'm one of the only people I think in the world that train with a stoma. Um, there's not many of us if there is, I think there's one guy in America actually, purple belt. Um, but other than that, I think they're very, very, very few and far between, but I, it doesn't affect it at all. So if you are listening and you do have a stoma and you do want to do jujitsu, hundred percent go for it. Um, there's a guy in Canada that I've been talking to recently and he's just started jiu-jitsu because of having a stoma and, and things like that. And it was my YouTube and my sort of social media that he found. And yeah, and he, he is very grateful. Um, and I'm really grateful to my coaches and my friends for dragging me back. But yeah, I've been 
yeah, I mean, I trained this morning, for example, and I'm absolutely fine. Um, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just difficult. There's certain things that you've got to be careful of, but other than that, yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, picture it in my mind. I'm like, so I guess what would be the things you would have to look out for? Um, so neon belly, I have to avoid. Um, full mount sometimes, but not. It depends on the on the person that's mounting me. I mean, if it's a guy my weight, which is 102 kilograms at the minute, if he's if they're sort of my weight, fine. But if they're a bit heavier, it depends. If they've got a really good mount, I probably would like to avoid it, obviously. Wow. Um, but nine times out of ten, the only positions that really bother me are uh, neon belly and back a back triangle. Uh, they're the only two that really are quite not nice. Oh, so anything um, that could like potentially cause like a compression on like your on your stomach area would be, I guess. Yeah, that's bad. correct. Okay. Yeah, so so anything that that's on the lower part, sort of belly button down pressure, is just a little bit. I can take it. I'm fine, but it's just a little bit like I don't want to be here for too long. So as a result, I developed a really good sort of. Um, guard recovery and really good sort of defense against those positions just naturally I didn't even really have to put much effort into it it just sort of happened quite naturally mm-hmm. um, yeah and it's just like I don't I don't have much of a core so the muscles in my abdomen are would be different to a normal person for example so I can't do much like set up guard my guard attacks are very different um, my coach and a couple of the guys I train with say that I move very differently to other people, but that's just because I have, I've had to adapt and use more of my back muscles rather than my, my abdomen. Right. Um, which, well, I don't even know I'm doing it, but they all do because it's annoying apparently. <laughs> so <I can laughs> but, that's a, but that's amazing. Thanks. That's yeah, it's, it's pretty surreal. Amazing. Thank you. It's, yeah. Um, I just see it as a, I'm just a normal guy that goes to jiu-jitsu, but um a lot of people have said to me like mate that's that's legit like that's pretty good um but yeah it's not it's not been easy i've had i've had to have it glued and stitched because of jiu-jitsu i've had days where i can't get out of bed when i first started because my Mm -hmm. abdomen was sore it was rough real rough when i first started but then i think jiu-jitsu is rough for everybody at first yeah yeah i think i don't i think I just think you've just got to get through that first like two years and you're fine. Yeah, you maybe gotta, some some people are less than that. You got to embrace the suck, as we say. Oh, mate, you got you got to get through that. I mean, in I know that uh, jiu-jitsu in America is pretty legit, but in the UK, I think I I just worry that people there's so many soft people that come to jiu-jitsu in the UK. I don't know if it's like that in America. But, <laughs> um, it's just it's just absolutely nuts, and there's just people that. I don't know. They think it's going to be like WWE or something. I don't know. Yeah, just get a real reality shot. Yeah, we don't. I mean, it's it's probably is like that everywhere. Um, fortunately, I haven't necessarily had to run into anyone like that. Um, yeah. But I, we did have an instance because, like, my school, we're you know we're a smash. Like, we were in that you know that gritty, grindy smash style jujitsu. Mm. And um, one that we was going over a smash pass. Um. Oh, it was this Thursday, yeah, Thursday, and the white belt I was training with, you know, he had me in the position, and he's like looking, and he's like, "You not you you didn't tap yet?" I'm like, <laughs> "No," I'm like, "Keep going," like, "Dude, all my yeah. weight is on you." Yeah, that's fine. I'm like, "Look at my," I like, "Look at our instructor. Our instructor is, you know, he's a he's a heavy guy, and me and him roll a lot." Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna get smashed, but you know, I'm gonna get smashed. So I'm used to it. Like yeah. I, I'm a brown belt now. Like I'm used to it. None of this stuff yeah, phases yeah. me anymore. It's like, man, yeah, I, don't I, mean, how, I don't see how you do it. I'm like, you just get used to it after a while. I think that, like, we recently we've had quite an influx of new students, and um, it's the first time. Well, it was the first time in a couple of days, well, a couple of years, I would say, that we've had um, quite a few white belts because up until probably like summer last year we had mostly white belts and then most of the white belts got promoted to blues and etc um and then we just sort of ran out of white belts um mm-hmm. and now it's nice because we're getting loads in again obviously everything stopped for covid for everybody 
um so it was a little bit like oh shit like what are we gonna do right uh and then but i well the students that stayed legit stayed legit and we're back to normal and it's like it never happens you know yeah but so many people are scared to go to jiu-jitsu aren't they like so many people are scared to try it i think mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, I, yeah. there's nothing to be scared of like most of the guys that i train with are sound like they're legit like really nice people like we've got doctors we've got grounds workers we've got all sorts of people from what's alive carers and and it's just so strange that some people are like oh I'm scared that I'm going to get beat up. So, mate, we all get beat up. You'll be fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, like you're going to get beat but, up. That's the whole part. That's the whole best part about it. And um, I mean, no, go ahead. It's not. I think people. I think people expect it to be like taekwondo, don't they? And like karate and stuff like that, where it's not maybe as intense as jujitsu. Yeah, with jujitsu, you can. It can be as as chill. Or as hardcore as you want it to Mate, be. 100%. Like, you can have, like, yeah, Tuesday, I'm going to just do a light day. Thursday, like, now nah, we yeah, might pick it up and roll the whole entire class. I think, so, like, at, at my club, uh, we have uh, Saturdays and Sundays. Well, Sundays is our, like, all, all, day, all morning we roll. So, we get there at about 8, and we roll until about 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so most people are going for the kill that day yeah Um, and then like through the week we have classes morning and evening and we roll hard every fucking day man like literally every day is full on but we we're sort of known on the south coast of the, the UK for being quite tough so <laughs> my coach kind of just wants us to be tough right. so that's just kind of what he's made us I mean we're all super nice guys, like I said, but he just wants us to be tough guys, and that's what he's producing. So, I mean, we at one point um, back in 2015, we I think it was 2015, we had uh, a guy that was training with us that had the most medals in the UK, um, and he came up from a white belt to brown belt with with us. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, he, he was. I lived with him for a year. Um, and he was, yeah, he was, he was pretty hard. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love jujitsu, man. I think everyone should do it. Like everyone, like I, I employ everyone to try it. Like no matter mate, who it is, 100%. no matter what your age is, I say try it. Like people, yeah. do it, like you know, people ask us. I wear like a hood, you know, jujitsu hoodie <laughs> or shirts or whatever. All you know, twenty four seven. So I do get people who ask about it. I was like, yeah, I train, you know, I train at this school. This is the type of school we are and yada, yada, yada. You know, people say, oh, I'll, I'll come and don't. But, yeah. you know, I extend the invitation because I do feel it like it's for everybody. And, you know, prime example, uh, we had this uh, couple join, um, join jujitsu like a few months ago. And... Right. From the looks of it, it was more for like him, and she was like just kind of there for support. And she's like, you know, you know, since my husband's doing, it, I'll do it too. And yeah. it got to the point where like she was, it seemed like she was getting more and more enthused in training than anybody else. Cause like she was like she was very very timid. She's like, you know, I don't want to hurt no, you know, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, yeah. girl, it's fine. Like you're you're cool, but. Yeah, but as classes went on, she started to like take to it, and she was like really really like getting out there i was like oh yeah you like it don't you she was like yeah i didn't i know yeah. i'm having so much fun but yeah i think you know i think it's so strange it's normally the people that don't think that they will like it end up like it the most yeah but yeah i just think it's it's just an addiction to jiu-jitsu i mean most people are there every day most people are watching jiu-jitsu on youtube and doing stuff like this um i think once you're in you're in once you're hooked yeah um do you find that you what's your do you get much uh blue belt dropout at your school yeah yeah we, we call it do you call it blue belt itis in America? yeah Is we call it blue belt itis yep that blue oh, belt, yeah, cool. that blue belt <laughs> graveyard yep yeah yeah 
Yeah, there's a few a few people die there. Yeah, and I've I've met a lot of people too. I've met a lot of people who like, oh, you train? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I train. I'm like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, I'm like, what rank are you? Oh, I'm a blue belt. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, I'm like, do I want to continue this conversation? Because I know the next part is like, yeah, man, I stopped training about three months, you know, three years ago. Yeah. It's like, nah, yeah. man. But yeah, I don't, I don't know I mean, what it is. I don't know what it is, but like when people make it to blue belt, they just stop. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, unfortunately, we've had quite a few people that have had it. I got my blue belt on the same day as a guy. Um, and he's he's had loads of stuff happen, but he's just ended up not training. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately. But again, that's someone that we all thought would be there. My best mate, um, Adam, he'll listen to this because he, he loves me. Um, but <laughs> he, he uh, I'll say it because he won't care. He had the worst blue belt eyes I have ever seen. Ever seen. He literally, I mean, I I started, so he got his blue belt probably like six years ago and he dropped out for four of those five of those mm-hmm. um and then he got his uh his purple belt in june um and now he's like he's back he's here 100 percent. and when i asked him why he had that um he didn't even know so it's it's crazy because like it happens to so like he's a legit good guy as well like his jiu-jitsu is pretty good um here he love me for saying that especially <laughs> if like if my coach listens as well but um which he probably will so it's just like it's pretty mad that even someone that's been through it doesn't know why it happened um i haven't had an ounce of it but i've like i said i've been a blue belt for a year and a half now mm-hmm. um white belt was really tough though and when i got to sort of three stripe or my white belt i was like i really want my blue belt now and then when it happened, I was like, oh, I'm just a blue belt. It's basically the same as a white belt. Nothing's changed. But then as I got sort of, now I've got my second stripe, I was like, oh, actually, you know, I've got a little bit of responsibility. Right, there's something, the white belts right there's something to this blue belt thing. Yeah, yeah. It, but it wasn't till like now where I'm creeping, creeping up the blue that I'm like, actually, you know, maybe there is a reason that people are scared of blue. But not to the point of where I'd be like, oh, see you later. I'm gonna quit for a, for five years. Right. But I think that a lot of people go, oh, actually, there is some responsibility here, and I think that's what people are scared of. It's the, or is it that you've got a big target on your back and all the white belts want to rip your arms off? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because you're like the, you're you're still like low on the totem pole, so it's like yeah. I'm high enough because I'm obviously a higher rank, but I'm low enough for the white belts to try to test me. To say that, yeah, so oh, I'm, yeah, I'm angry. Blue belt. Mate, oh, I hate that. <laughs> I, hate it when, I hate it when people brag about tapping anybody. It does my head. Literally, it infuriates me because it's just like, mate, we're all teammates. At the end of the day, like we've got a kid that trains with us. He's probably, he's like 11 or something. And obviously we all don't, we all go easy on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he tells all his friends that he tapped out black belts and stuff. And it's just like, oh, okay, mate. <laughs> Doesn't realize, bless him. Like, man, calm down, Turbo. But, uh... Yeah, 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 chill out, cuz. <laughs> but um, there's a girl that trains with us, funny enough. You're saying about uh, the, the wife at your gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she started training probably earlier this year. White belt. Um, she's 15, and she's got the most incredible way of just learning. I've, ever, I've never seen anything like it. She just takes on information and puts it on the mat and she's getting really good. I mean, she's caught, she's probably about 48, 50 kilos mm-hmm. and she's like a new guy come in the gym, a fully grown man. And she'll absolutely murk him. And Mercs, do you know what that means? <laughs> I just said, I don't know if I've said too many British words. No, that um, I've heard it before, but like, it, it means beat up basically. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh so yeah so she should be able to beat up beat up most people like new guys and it's like well actually that's pretty incredible to be fair and it's pretty cool to see see that you know like oh, yeah. i didn't see it white belt i didn't pay attention to other people but now i'm like oh 
that's really sick to see that person get better. Yeah. We um, I love that's my favorite thing. It's it definitely is. It definitely definitely is. Like we have a guy uh his name is Ray Martin. Uh he's our he's a blue belt. And yeah. when he joined and he took to it like, you know, just like he was just naturally do- like doing this before. He <clears throat> very very smart guy. You know, he pays attention to detail and mm. about time he got to like his you know, second third strap on his white belt and we started to realize okay, yeah, he's picking up stuff very very fast. So I was like, okay, he's going to be a problem. So now that he's a, yeah. he's a blue belt now, um he's advancing so quickly, man, and it's like it's so good to hear like it's so good to see stuff like that, like see people who yeah. just come in and just like just take off in jujitsu. So like this was similar actually. We've got a guy that trains with us his name's Liam. Um, and he he sort he started probably two years ago, maybe like eighteen months, maybe a bit less. I don't really know. Um, and when he started, he came from so his mum was really high in judo. Mm-hmm. I think she was like, oh, she got some UK medals. I think she was being scouted for the GB Olympic team and stuff. So he came from sort of. A grappling pedigree if you like so everyone was a little bit like oh this guy's gonna know what he's doing and he legit he was tapping out purple belts within probably six months just one of those guys that's just so naturally talented mm-hmm. that frustrates everybody else in the gym because he's so talented you know um but he's a blue belt now um and he's just getting better and better him and Robin, uh, and which Robin's our full strike purple belt that we've got. Um, he, they're both competing actually this weekend. Uh, well, next weekend now. But um, so, yeah. Do you um, do you get many competitions over there? Like, obviously, there's. Is it quite difficult to compete in America because it's such a big place? Or honestly, no. Um, so like, I'm in D- I'm I'm in Detroit, Michigan. And yeah. we usually have like Ohio, you know, close, you know, you know, close states by that has they always having a tournament. So it's either in Upper Michigan or in Ohio or so yeah, or somewhere in Michigan where it's like maybe two three hour drive at the most. But yeah, we we have quite yeah. a few down here too. Yeah, I mean UK wise, I think we have about three competitions a month all year. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's so easy to I'm find. Where... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's all right. You, it's um. I was all I was going to say is the only thing is we're on a little tiny island, um, and the boat is, I think, in US dollars it would be about two hundred dollars to get off the island. Wow. Which for and it's an it's an hour boat, and it would be two hundred dollars. It's about one hundred and thirty UK quid so i think that translates to about 200 someone somewhere will tell me that my maths is wrong <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> we yeah get, we get the point i'm sure but yeah yeah we, um, it's it's expensive that's crazy but we yeah, we usually have a lot of a lot of uh, like small in-house tournaments that you know they post on facebook oh. and you can just easily just up and look up and there's a tournament somewhere so Okay, cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah, and we um. Do you um? Do you like do a lot of like seminars and like things like that? Like, what you, see, you said? Do we? Who? Yeah. Do like? Do you do you like go to seminars and do you enjoy them? Do you learn from seminars? I think it's quite a. I like asking jujitsu people that because you oh, never man. know. Some people don't learn from them. Yeah, some people don't like like seminars. I love I love seminars. Yeah, me too. I, I me love too. giving the chance to learn from either someone from a totally different school or, you know, obviously higher up in the ranks. Yeah. Um, like we had our master, uh, Master Joe Moera. Um, yeah, we had him, you know, oh, man, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen him since I've been training. Um, we had his his, you know, his master grandmaster, Francisco Mansour, um, do do one a few years back. And every time they, even his son, uh, Joe Moore Jr., um, he's even come, came and did a seminar 
And I talked right. to him almost on, you know, I talked to him on a daily too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's always it's awesome sick. to learn from anybody. I don't care if it's Man. anybody, you know, uh, rank under me or 10 times higher than me. Like if, if you can show yeah. me anything new in jujitsu, I'm willing to learn it. Mate. So my, my coach, Martin, Martin Dell, um, if I called him professor or master, he'd slap me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Martin Dell. And, uh, he, he's a second degree, um, that belt um and he he loves danaha he loves watching his stuff mm-hmm. so we all sort of have gone down that path of like the danaha stuff mm-hmm. um so uh, it's so many like we have guys like brown belts come down from london for example um and they'll be blown away by the stuff that martin teaches so it's it's pretty surreal like that we've got that on tap i mean we've got so we've got three three black belts um, that train in our place. We've got Mark, Martin, and Matt, and all of them. If you call them professor, they were or master. They, yeah, it's just not. I mean, we don't even say us in our gym, so <laughs> it's pretty. If you, if anyone uses, they get the. You're in for a bad time. <laughs> and what's so funny about that? Um, so my instructor, um, he's like, you know, we're like, he's like, you know, he's like my one of my best friends. And yeah, it's the same with mine. So it's like we don't necessarily, you know, I don't call him like Professor Zach or Instructor Zach or whatever. But when yeah. I was um, getting ready to do this, you know, to do this podcast, I was doing the first episode and I was like writing out what I was going to say. And I called him. I'm like, how do I introduce you? I'm like, I know this is maybe weird being like, you know, been training for like five years. Like, how do I properly introduce you? Because I just call you Zach. Like, I just call you like, hey, this yeah. is my, I say my instructor or whatever. But he's like, you know, it's, it's whatever. You can call me professor. You can call me instructor. Yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, yeah, that's weird, but okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, so Martin, um, so I went through a really bad stage probably last year, like real bad depression. Mm-hmm. Um, real fucking shit like legit like uh, terrible and he that's when me and him sort of became really close because he fucking came to my house and he was like dragging me out the door to get to the gym like not literally but hypothetically and honestly that guy is a fucking legend i swear to god if you could get him on here you would have some of the wackiest conversations you've ever had i mean i would he, love to have him i would love to mate i'll i'll, I'll get him i'll get him on it because l- legit he He's the biggest conspiracy theory nut. He's he's an absolute legend. Some of the stuff that he says is questionable at times. So <laughs> I don't know if he would come on a podcast, but um, he he's legit. Probably one of the funniest, most humble guys that I've ever met. I mean, I try and get Norse and stuff, which is Adam, my best mate, to come on because Norse is a purple belt, like I said. Um, and he again, he's just super funny, man. Like I I seem pretty relaxed out of the four of us because there's my mate um dean as well but he won't come on here he's too shy oh wow <laughs> yeah I, i'll take any and everybody who's willing to come on and mate, talk about jiu-jitsu. honestly if you could if you can get martin on here you will have the time of your life you'll talk, end up talking about god knows what but yeah i mean after class most of the time we sit around for like an hour and have like a mother's meeting almost chatting and just sat there drinking water just yeah. chilling like, yeah it's just I never thought I'd find like best mates in jiu-jitsu, but I have. It's pretty crazy. Man, it's it's a it's a it's definitely a humble. It's a blessing when you you know because yeah, me, um, my yeah, my instructor Zach, my uh, I call them they're they're my brothers at this point. Uh, Brian, mm. um, Adam, uh, Anthony, um, Ray, basically all of them. But mainly those people are the one I talk to almost every single day yeah you know i work with my instructor so i talk to him every single day it's like we'll work together i'll go home pick up the wife and daughter we go to class and we'll you know actually you know train yeah. and everything and then we'll talk for like another two three hours like we haven't seen each other all day. yeah and i'll Mate, do, and so yeah i'm sorry go ahead we um so we play Warzone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the evenings um and like we'll be chatting at jiu-jitsu yeah. And then go home and play Warzone for like five hours. And we're still chatting shit that we've already probably talked about. But we just carry on. Like, 
I, I'm going through a relationship breakup at the minute. Um, and I couldn't do it without these guys, you know? Like, they're literally, like you say, like brothers, like family. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, Mar- it's Martin's birthday today. So, happy birthday, Martin. Um, he'll hate that. But I'm going to get absolutely beaten up the next time I'm in. And he, honestly, jiu I love it, man. You get fat. You almost get like a second family, don't you? Yeah. Somewhere where you can go and you can proper have a moan about things and nobody cares. No one's going to judge you. No one's going to give two shits what you're up to. Like, just don't be an arsehole and try and break people's arms and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's my piece of advice. Just don't go in there with an ego. So many people come to our club that have an ego. Not so many, but the odd few. And you know they're never going to come back because their egos hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, if you just come in with an open mind, let yourself enjoy being beaten up, and you'll stick around. I think. Yeah, and I, you know, just like like you said, man, I absolutely love these guys. And from every aspect of the word, because, you know, dealing with, you know, the loss of my dad last year and uh, man, it's just so much, you know, just so much stuff that happened in these past five years. And I can, you know, truly honestly say that I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those guys. You know, I'm exactly the same, man, just to, you know, just to be able to have, you know, these solid people in your corner every, you know, every step of the way, no matter what it is very very supportive and no 100%. matter what we you know no matter what each other do we're we're always supporting each other like uh my brother anthony um well congratulations by the way because at the time of this recording he just had his um he had a fight friday night he won by submission um well decent yeah so big ups to that um he definitely does you know he busts his ass in training but yeah. um but yeah, man, we talked. I talk to these guys every single day. If it's not in a group chat on Facebook, it's on Instagram. Yeah. If it's on Instagram, it's through text yeah. message. If it's not there, yeah. we're you know we're talking to each other on the phone, talk about jujitsu and what else. Like every single day, I hear from. You now we talk. You know, we talk every single day. Yeah, and it's and like, man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask for a better group of people. No, mate. I I, I generally I couldn't have found. I couldn't have found better people than what I needed. Like, if someone came to me tomorrow and said, mate, you need to take three motherfuckers to war, who are you picking? I know who I'm picking. Oh, like, hands, down. Kind of, hands down. Yeah, hands I, down. I, I wouldn't even hesitate. If something kicked off, I'm, so I, know, I know who to go to. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not a big believer in having 10, 20, 30 friends. Like, I'd rather have three fucking people that if someone wanted to kill me, I know that they would have my back 125,000%. Man, you know? in a heartbeat, no questions asked. No questions no, asked. I mean, if I, like, I know that they would do anything with me or for me, whether that was legal or not. They would literally be there 100%, and that's why I love them. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if Norse does listen to this, he'll probably cry because he doesn't, <laughs> he has no idea. He has no idea how much he literally means to me. Like that boy, he's yeah, he's an emotional wreck. But I absolutely love him. Um, we all call him Norse. I don't even know why the nickname started, but his real name's Adam. But we just call him Norse. Um, I've always he's on my phone as Norse. It's just it's just a legend, you know. Like, well, he's come. He's we call, should change his name to the Comeback Kid after his blue belt dropout. But he actually crashed his car on a uh, in the week. Oh wow! So I'm currently taking. I'm just currently taking the piss out of him for that, to be honest. But that's just the dark humor of jujitsu, I guess. Yeah, that, that's also, that's that that's that family bond, man. That's that brotherhood. Mate, I, I also think it's a very much British thing. We just take the piss out of each other all the all the time. I don't know. I don't know what I've not actually ever been to America, so I don't. I don't even know. I don't know what it's like when it comes to things like that. But oh no, my, we we rag on each other all the time. Oh, okay, cool. Twenty twenty four seven. I think it's the it's the only way to be in it with your pals. Like you just got to take the piss all the time. Like got to, I, got to. I, I think that's the only way you get through this world. You know, like just taking the mick and having a laugh. Like it's it's so strange. It's so strange, but but it works, mate. But it works because <laughs> like I would, just, you know, our friend, you know, uh, Coleman. He's gonna he's gonna hate me for this, but I don't care. We rag on him 
24-7. No matter what the conversation is, we will crack a joke on him in an instant. Don't know why. This even, this even started before I even started training with him because um, him, Brian, and Adam, they all grew up together. So they knew, they knew each other before I started training. And then, you know, I got cool with them. And then we just kind of just maggle mesh into this this group. And, yeah, all we do is rag on him all day, like 24-7. No matter what it is, we'll just rag on him. Because, I mean, we love him. We love wow. each other. But, you know, we wouldn't. Like we, you know, we would talk crap twenty four seven, but yeah, we would definitely go, definitely go to war for each other, and like in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. I mean, there's so much stuff in there on social media at the minute about certain things and certain people, and I just think that it's good to just have some guys that you can take the mick out of, you can get away from reality with, you can just have a laugh with, and you can just be yourself. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, social media is such. Uh, time-consuming amazing but also detrimental thing very very polite like, uh, it's i i can't describe it it's a messed up place mm-hmm. um like i love tiktok don't get me wrong i love tiktok but i shouldn't be able to sit there for three hours on tiktok <laughs> you, you feel so you you feel so dirty yeah. <laughs> uh, just, I just feel like a scumbag. Like, it's like, oh, bed. God, what happened? I oh, could have been doing something productive. Yeah, but then I'm like, I am doing something productive. I'm looking at whatever I'm looking at on TikTok. Normally, it's some stupid thing, jiu-jitsu related normally. Yeah. But it's normally like some girl doing a dance with a bum out or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just, God knows what it is, but it's three hours worth. <laughs> it's three hours gone. worth. <laughs> I don't Yeah. And I just, I just think, oh, I've got to go to work now. So yeah, crazy, man. absolutely crazy. But it's so crazy. honestly, I like, I've got a YouTube channel. I don't post on it anymore, so I'm not even going to use it as a shout out. But when I first started that, I absolutely loved social media. I thought it was the best thing ever. And then I realised, oh, here comes the hate. Here comes this. Here comes that. But I, I have thought about restarting the YouTube channel. But to be honest, um, I just. I don't have the time. I just don't have the time. Like I've always wanted to do a podcast, but again, I just don't have the time. Like I'd rather just be guests on podcasts. Like that's way better for me. <laughs> right. It takes the, like the it takes the, it takes the pressure out of like trying to you know stay scheduled. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I can do. I, I, how many podcasts do you do a week? Ooh, a man. Um. <laughs> let me. Let should me we, actually. Should we do a day? day? How many? Should I do, do a day. day at least two to three. Okay, sick. That's. I mean, I have been listening to a few of them. Yeah, um, so you've had some pretty cool guys. So I've been. So when I started doing this, I did all my research, like you know how I should do it, how should I format it, how should I release yeah. it, and so on and so forth. And when like the one of the like the few articles I read, the main thing they were saying was like you know you make sure you have at least four episodes ready to upload on launch, and then have so many backlogged so that we you know you can keep keep it scheduled. Yeah. And when I was talking about it, like, you know, man, how am I like, how am I going to get this many people on here enough to be able to be backlogged two, three episodes? You know, I made that post about, you know, looking for guests and I've been doing interviews since the beginning of November and I'm booked out until January. Wow. Just from that one post. Just from that one post. That's incredible, man. Jiu-Jitsu is so sick. People can just man, be there. Man, and just <coughs> what's been really awesome about it is the few people that um that do support me, you know, friends and family who don't do jujitsu has been coming to me like, dude, I, I've been listening to your podcast. It's just amazing. It's been it's been very, very fun to listen to. And it's like Thank you. <laughs> like that's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. I think at the end of the day, I think um, it's how you do it, what we t- what you talk about. You want people that can carry a conversation. You don't want people that just can't talk. Like, I'll talk forever, you know. Um, Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. It makes your job easier, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, it's so sick that you just put that one post up and you've been relentless. I mean, it, I'm more than happy to come back on 
in a few months time whatever if you ever need like i'll just give me a message and i'm there but I, i'm I, likewise i'll get some british guys on there man I, have you got I, any more brits lined up um let's see no you're literally like the no. only one see that's a, i'm proud of that you know yeah you're my first <laughs> you're my first brit on here because we're I think jiu-jitsu in, in, in England is different to America. I don't know why. I just think that's kind of, the, from what I've seen online, that's just kind of what it is. I feel like you guys, I don't know, you seem to be a lot more chilled about it. Or is it club dependent, do you think? Like school dependent? I think it's school dependent. Because what, um, what team are you? Do you? Are you Gracie or... Uh, is it just an independent? No, we're under um Joe Moera, who who was okay. trained by Grand Grandmaster Mansoor, who was trained by um Carlos Gracie and so forth. Okay, so so you don't call you're not like um you don't have to wear like the Gracie G's and all that stuff. No, 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 no. No, okay. So you like? No, we're not either. We're just a complete. We're um. So we were under a team called Mill Hill. Uh-huh. Um and now we're under a team called Nick Brooks, PJJ. Um November last year, um we lost the team coach, which was Nick. Um he was renowned he everyone knew Nick around the UK and Europe, Romania. Um he was an absolute legend. He was European champion. Like he was legit, one of the nicest guys I've ever met and had a pleasure of sharing a mat with. Um, and unfortunately, he died very suddenly. Um, and the whole UK jiu-jitsu community really took it to heart. Mm. It was really tough. And for the six... So a lot of the time, he lived and trained out of London, um, but he moved to the island. He would come down to the island quite a lot because... Martin, my coach, knew him quite, was quite close with him. Um, so he'd come to the island, he'd do seminars quite often. And, um, and then he moved here and he was basically training us every Sunday. We had this guy that was legit one of the best in, in the UK, if not the world at one point. You know? mm-hmm. um, and then unfortunately, he got pneumonia. Um, the blood clot went to his brain and he died. Oh, no. And oh. it was, he was ill. It was like, our oh, Nick's a bit ill, guys. Um, and then two weeks later, he was dead. And it was just heart-wrenching, mate. It was literally the worst thing that I've ever been through emotionally within jiu-jitsu. Yeah, well, like, that's wow. And I... And he, I, he taught... I'm, I'm, go ahead, I'm sorry. He, it's fine, it's fine. He taught... He taught, like, he taught Martin most of the things he knows. Like... It's just so sad, man. It's so sad. Yeah. That's rough. And it, once again, it's just that yeah. it's just that love and, you know, that jujitsu community that Mate. make this you know, that makes all this possible. <laughs> so um a real example of jujitsu community. Um his wife was left with two kids. Um, so my coach Martin, he made a GoFundMe, um, and we raised forty-five thousand pounds for her and the funeral. Amazing! And that was, and that was just the jiu-jitsu community people that had never. There wasn't anybody that donated that hadn't met him. I don't think it was just the world, the the UK. Just everyone knew Nick Brooks. I mean, a lot of black belts in America would probably know who Nick Brooks is. Um, he was a very, very good jiu-jitsu guy. Um, and it was a real shame. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the world keeps spinning. The sun's still going to come up. So you just got to get on with it. Yeah. And that's gotta, what we did. Just got to strap your belt up and keep going. Keep rolling. Yeah. Keep rolling. I mean, a lot, a lot. Of, he was a big believer in just getting after it. So that's what we did. Yeah, definitely got to honor, honor that. Oh, mate, he honestly, flow rolling wasn't a thing in his gym. Like, 
That's not it's not a thing in our gym either. Great rolling. Martin hates that word. He wants to slap people when he hears it. Because <laughs> does it, does it ever really be a flow roll? <laughs> no, it's never a flow roll, is it? <laughs> it's never a flow roll. The, fir- the first 10 seconds are a flow roll. And then after that, you're getting your arm ripped off. You get ch- someone's trying to choke you. And it's like, whoa, we were flow rolling. But to them, they're like, oh, I am flow rolling. It's like, bro, you're not. You're trying to kill me. Right. So, um, and then it just ends up being a war, doesn't it? So, shout outs to my brother Brian, because because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like hey, we're gonna we're gonna flow roll, and it's like, yeah. and I'm like, okay, and then like you said, a minute in, someone kicks yeah. up, someone gets in a bad yeah. position, like, oh no, we about to go, so yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely my quote unquote flow rolling partner. So, <laughs> which I mean, which we never got, do. There's guys, there's guys you can roll lighter with, isn't there? Like, I think there's guys that you know that you clap hands and it's it's go time. Yeah, but there's some guys that you touch hands with, you're like, oh, I know this is going to be pretty chill. Yeah, but we have but, we have so many like gritty people. There's like very hungry people in our gym, so. Mm. It's not too many. It's not too many where we can like quote unquote flow roll because we have, in yeah, in a in a while we have, one two, I think maybe like five, five white belts, five or six white belts mm-hmm. now, and at one point it was just one, and he was about to get promoted to blue. So yeah, it's been a minute since we had like a lot of hungry faces on the mat. So there's not a lot of flow rolling or like light rolling when it comes to comes to our yeah. uh, class anymore yeah yeah I, I, I yeah i just think that so many uh we're the same really everybody's getting after it there's not there's no one that wants to roll light really nah. it's just well, i might pick one of the newer white belts if i need a restaurant if any of you are listening sorry but it's true <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's hey, sorry, not sorry, but that's what they're for. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're, you're a restaurant. You shit, you're a restaurant. <laughs> like, it, it just it has to happen. Like we like yeah, mate. we have you know our people. Like you said, like okay, I got you know Brian. If I want to like really, really, if I want to work, but yet not worry about getting hurt, that's who I go to. If I want like a really, yeah. really hard role, I'll go with. Home, you know uh, Anthony because he's a wrestler and he definitely not uses his strength. He's gotten a lot better in using his strength, but he definitely yeah. uses his strength nonetheless. Um, if I want more of a technical, I can work, but not necessarily work as hard. Not taking nothing from him is Ray because he has a lot of flaws that we're working on, but he's definitely a good role. But if I want to like work, work, it's Ooh. it's our white belt Matt. He yeah. is a relentless asshole. <laughs> so it's really? like from even working technique, it always turns to a role. But if if Mate. you want a good workout, man, that's that's the guy to grab right there. That's Liam all over. That guy, he's just Oh, he's so frustratingly good. <laughs> yeah, I, like, generally I hope I hope he doesn't hear this because he won't fit in the gym door tomorrow. But <laughs> like, oh generally that guy. He's so fucking talented. He's so good. Yeah. I just want, I want to see someone beat him up, but no one ever does. So, it is what it is. But Matt, yeah, you know, you pick your roles in it. Yeah, Matt is a hungry white belt. He's a very hungry white belt. And he, he's a glutton for punishment, and we love it because it's like he's going to give it his all no matter what. He's going to get tapped. He's going to be like, man, damn it. All right, let's go again. It's like, yeah, man, you're you're gonna you're gonna be a okay. And then we have uh, oh, you know, shout out to my my boy Scott. He's uh he's a blue belt, and he, I I like I love working with I love work with him because he's not like super technical. He do, he you know he does he does it for the love of it. He's one of those like very uh-huh. humble people who just do, you know he just loves jujitsu, and yeah. just to be able to get like that perspective from someone else when you're actually repping techniques like a little bit more thorough it's it's always yeah. good to have those people in your gym sue oh mate definitely i mean 
like we've got so many different people in our gym like we've got some guys that will help you out with stuff you've got some guys that just come in and get on with it like we all work together as a team but obviously there's just some people that you know will give you that feedback that you're, on, you're, that you're talking about like mm-hmm. i mean we've got <laughs> oh, i don't know if I oh, i'm gonna say it anyway mark if you're listening to this i am really sorry for what i'm about to say he's what so mark's our big scary gorilla black belt uh-huh. he will rip he'll rip your head off if you've done something wrong but he's the nicest guy we all go to his house for like evenings and like barbecues and that so i won't i won't i'm not going to slag him off anyway but he is like you're wrong with him and you're he'll be like choking you and he go oh you almost had me and you're like mate you just almost put me unconscious i don't think i did right um and you'll you'll say oh mark my left wrist is quite bad so he'll wrist lock the other one of course it's just he he's he is an absolute legend but he he never gives you the feedback that you deserve. <laughs> he just he, he, he'll do something, and then and then like you're say if I got mount, he'd then sweep me and choke me, and he's like that mount was really good. I'm like thanks. Obviously, it wasn't that good. Right, it but wasn't that good. A, <laughs> yeah, but and then he's like, well, I have a black belt, and I'm like, yeah, fair enough. But honestly, yeah, he, is... if he hears that, he's not, he's going to beat me up on Monday now. But that is my instructor through and through, man. I love this guy so much, but it's because we always say this, like the Zach giveth and the Zach taketh away. Cause yeah. like he'll, you know, he'll show a technique and, you know, he'll break it down in detail and detail and detail. And we'll work that technique for like a week or two. And yeah. that like third, fourth class after that is like, okay, yeah. You remember this one technique we was working, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me show you something real quick. And then he'll show us how to break it yeah. down. I mean, you know, t- t- how to stop it. So it's like, yeah. oh God, dude, we thought we were on to something. And it's like, yeah, no, no. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> he, it's he's like you're, notorious you get, for that. you'll get shown like technique of the day and you'll roll with the coach and you'll try and do it. And I'll try and do it to Martin and he'll just laugh and go, I'm really sorry. And then yep. just sweep me or yep. submit me. And I'm like, I'm like, but how do I not know this? And then <laughs> I remember that I am a blue belt and he's a, third, a second degree black belt. Man, so it's black, like, oh yeah, that's, that's what. Black belts are jerks, man. <laughs> Mate, I, black belts. I mean, you're, you're, you can say that because you're, you're not far off, but. For me, if I said black belts are jerks, I'm never going to be able to walk in my gym and not get murked ever again. Like, the only reason I can say black belts are jerks is because my best mate, well, one of my best mates, is the black belt of the gym. Likewise, that's the only reason I can say it too, because <laughs> you know he already know. Like, I'll tell him to his face like, "Man, you're such a dick," but I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I, I would never say it to a black belt of any other gym. But no, 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 no. I find, mate, I, I can't wait to get. I, I'm. I think everyone wants to be a black belt, don't they? I think. Of course. But it takes a true legend to make it. Yes. Yes. But. Um, I wish I didn't have a cold for this podcast. You know, because I sound. I don't sound like this normally. I don't sound this gruff and like. But someone somewhere decided to give me their cold, and I I hate them. Currently. <laughs> Whoever you are in the world who gave him this code. Whoever whoever you are, I don't care how big you are, come to the gym and I'll mess you up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, like oh, I just, mate, like there's a couple of guys that started training with us a few weeks ago. Um and they used to be quite they used to like bully me a little bit at school. And it was nice to just get hold of them and strangle them, you know? Mm-hmm. Legally. Right. Um. Yeah, it was just nice, I lo- and that's what I love about jujitsu. I don't care how big you are, how small you are. Like I've seen the smallest person beat up a big guy. Yeah, he's never done any jujitsu before. Yeah, and it's so cool yeah. to see. And so I, cool to see. I think jujitsu is what you don't see that in any other martial art, though. Do you? you wouldn't see that in boxing. Like if you're a big guy, you're knocking out little guys. Simple Easily. as that. Um, I've done a little bit of MMA, but. Something about being kicked in the head, man. It's just, I'm not up for that. No. Something. <laughs> so the guys that do MMA out there, you have my respect. Because 
an elbow to the head in jiu-jitsu accidentally makes me want to cry in the shower. So, <laughs> getting it for fun, getting it for fun, nah, mad. right? Absolutely mental. Yeah, like you, vol- like, like you, you voluntarily did this. I know what we do is no. crazy. I know what we do is crazy. But you actually yeah, let but, a guy punch you in the face? No, I'm okay. Yeah, no, like and elbows and knees and and then they get you on the floor and they they're fucking they got you in like start scarf hold or side control or something like that and they're just punching you in the face. <laughs> Like scarf hold is bad enough as it is without being punched 20 times in the nose yes yes so no thank you that's as simple as that i mean ah yeah like i boxed so I, I don't mind being punched in the face but when i got kicked in the head you're joking i thought <laughs> this isn't real <laughs> i said i'm sorry i'm out there's no way there's no way yeah, I got like, I got oh, need in the, oh. I got need in the nose one day. Oh, I roll it, yeah. and I think my eyes water for like ten minutes, mate. And I'm I'll like, cry. and y'all do this for a living? Like, no, yeah. oh, thank you. And this was ac- like one, this was my accident. Yeah, like one of our um, black belts. He's a he's an MMA guy. I just think he's mental. I don't know how they do it. Like I watch UFC every every weekend when it's on. Yep, and I just think. How do you motherfuckers do that? You're bleeding from every single hole of your face. And then Dana White goes, oh, here's, here's 500k. And they're like, oh, that's fine. We'll do it again in a few months. But what yeah. the hell? Yeah. What has happened in your life for you to be so traumatized? You <laughs> Say, who hurt you? Yeah, who, show me on the doll where they touched you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Honestly, I just. I mean, but MMA you, guys. But when you think nuts. about it, we're we're not too far off. In jujitsu, we literally go in a padded room with pajamas on, and we try to choke each other. Mate, it's the only time where I can let out my inner serial killer. Yeah. And not kill people. You know, not that I'm a serial killer. Christ, I just realized what I just said. We 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 got it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm currently being vetted anyway. No. <laughs> not, you know, for the record, we're not serial killers. We may just, you know, no. simulate murder, but we're all good yeah. guys. I mean, I think jiu-jitsu does attract strange people, I must mm-hmm. admit. You've, how long have you trained? Uh, it's been five years. Right, okay. So, well, that's quite quick to brown belt. You must be pretty good. <laughs> I train a lot. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> yes, I train a lot, man. As much as I possibly yeah. can. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think everybody's different when it comes to that. But you would have seen a lot of weirdos, or a lot more than me. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm obviously been training four years, but um, I've seen oh, so many strange people. So many. Yeah. But, like, just, I don't know. Like, we had one guy that turned up with a skull bandana. And he was so fucking angry, dude. I've never seen someone that angry about jiu-jitsu in my life. Like, it was his first time. He had never done jiu-jitsu before. Yet, he was just angry about it. And I just thought, Jesus Christ. He was punching the punch bag in the corner. And he was proper angry about something. And it turns out he was just angry because he was losing. Right. I just don't get it. I just don't. Like, it was proper strange. I just, mate, honestly, you wouldn't. Uh, the, the Isle of Wight, if, if anyone, because I share this on my platforms, all the people on the island will know that this, like, just people here are weird anyway. <laughs> like, if you go anywhere else in the UK, you're going to find weirdos. But, they all seem to congregate on the Isle of Wight. Like, we have two prisons on the island. Mm-hmm. One hospital. And from one end, well, one tip to the other tip, it's about 23 miles wide. And we have two prisons. Those prisons are made up of mostly paedophiles. Wow. So, as a result, we have got the highest paedophile rate on the island, of, uh, in the UK, I think. And 
That's what I mean. Like, they're obviously weird. <laughs> Very weird. I think it's like, I'm pretty confident. I saw statistics somewhere that, I think it was the council, that they were saying that um, every third house has a paedophile in it on the island. Oh, God. Yeah. So lock up your kids. Hey, I'm telling you. It's just, yeah. Um, I mean, thankfully, there's not that many horrible stories about it on the island. Um, but like, we don't, we, so obviously you've been in America, you're, this is going to blow your mind. Um, on the island we have on shift, we have about 11, 11 ambulances. So that's two paramedics in each ambulance. Um, and then police, we have about eight for the whole island. What? Per shift. Yeah. Yeah. On the whole island? Uh-huh. For the whole of the Isle of Wight, we have 11 ambulances. But that, bearing in mind, some of those aren't running. So you probably have about eight ambulances and then eight police officers most of the time. Sometimes there's more. Like if there's an event going on, like at the minute because of the World Cup, that they might have a few more officers. But you'll be lucky to see. Like we never see police walking around here, ever. I see at least eight police cars a day. Mate, I sh- so today I've been out all day and I've seen one. And he didn't have any blue lights on. And they don't have guns here either. Not that I'm saying that that's a bad thing. No, I, yeah, I, I, I heard about that. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy too. But yeah, I, yeah, I see about eight police cars. Probably about oh, a good four or five EMS trucks a, a day. And that's just being generous. Has, has Detroit, Detroit got quite a high, high crime rate? Yeah, that too. Yeah. That too. I think the UK, it's for the UK, the Isle of Wight's not too bad. But then we've got a small population, so. Yeah, that too. Like 200,000. But, oh, yeah, no. I, do you know what? I just remembered that don't, don't your ambulances slash EMS trucks they're part of the fire service for you guys. They're not part of the hospital, are they? Uh, or are they? So that's mad. Yeah. So are they firefighters in the EMS trucks? Like, do they put out fires as well? Some. Or do they just do ambulance. Some are, um, you know, volunteer firefighters. They kind of like do double uh-huh. duty. Right. So that's mad. Because in the UK we have firefighters, we have paramedics, and then we have police officers, and none of them cross into things. Like, if you want to be a police officer and then be something like firearms, you have to do the job for, like, six years before you go up to firearms. Whereas in America, the day you pass, you get a gun. Yeah. But then everyone's got a gun in America. Then everyone got a gun. Do you know what? It's getting bad in the UK for guns and stuff, though. Yeah, man. I think... I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not getting into the politics of it anyway. Yeah, let's 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 leave that door closed. Let's not. <laughs> yeah. No, ain't nobody got time for that. None. No, 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 no. Honestly. Um but I just I just think I don't know. Jiu Jitsu brings in the people. Well, yeah. Jiu Jitsu definitely just, yeah. uh definitely bring people together, man. I love Jiu Jitsu. I think that's why I'm not scared of people with guns and stuff, you know? Because I lay on my back and I'll bum, I'll bum scoot towards them and I'll take any man on. <laughs> Give him a proper butt scoot and uh, take on the world. Mate, I'll leg lock that motherfucker. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I don't care what how big your gun is. Nobody, everybody taps to a heel hook. Everyone taps to a heel hook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how big your gun is. Oh man! But man, if Honestly. you got um any other questions for me, if you want to, you know, shout out your school or anything, man, the floor is all yours. Um, yeah, a massive shout out to my guys. Like, if you're listening, you guys are a legend. Um, it all right. This the club, Isle of Wight BJJ, as a whole. If anybody's on the island, come down, come see us. We look after you. We won't hurt you. We're the nicest guys. 
Don't go to any of the other gyms on the island because they're shit. Um, come to our gym. <laughs> <laughs> and if if you want to search me um, on Instagram, um, my jiu-jitsu Instagram is LukeCBJJ. And then my personal is Luke underscore GC996. Um, so, because my Facebook name is Lucas Graham, which is what you introduced me as, but my real name is Luke Cottrell. Um, I've just got a secret Facebook because I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you want to, so don't, don't worry. Obviously, that's my bad. I should have, I should have said, but yeah. Um, if you want to, want to search me, want to follow me, um, I post on the Jiu Jitsu account most days. So, but yeah, uh, it's been a pleasure. Man, this has been this has been amazing. Definitely been amazing. It's been, it's been fantastic. It's been laughing. It. Yeah. If you ever just drop me a message and I'll come back on whenever you need, man. Oh man, definitely anytime. I would definitely have you back on the show. Um, you know, thank you very much, great, man. But uh, yeah, that's the yeah. end of today's episode. I would like to thank our guest Lucas one more time for uh coming on and you know sharing yes. his experiences with us and it. <clears throat> So please go and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day.